What's up, long players? Welcome to the Long Play Listening Party, the show where we go deep on local music, writing, recording, inspiration, gear, and whatever else sounds good to us. I'm Howie Howard from Mr. Furious Records, joined as always by my illustrious co-host, Nate Holt, Astrology's Music. What's going on, Nate? Hello. How's everybody doing? We're good, we're good. And guest this week, Cat King. Welcome, Cats. Oh, thank you. We will be listening to a couple of Cat's um, more recent EPs covering Falling Up this week. And next week, we will cover the Say What You Mean EP, the New Sun single, and Cat's brand new single, With Nothing In My Way, which you can already pick up on her Bandcamp page, catking.bandcamp.com. Links to all the things in the description. Cat to... Uh, to get started, I kind of want to go all the way back to the beginning. Where did your musical journey begin? In childhood? In high school? Where did you start? Yeah, so it's um, pretty hard to pinpoint where it started. I remember starting a band probably as early as second grade called Run To You. Awesome. Um, and I, di- I did not know how to play an instrument yet, but... Was that a Brian I, Adams uh, homage? I, or like, <laughs> you know, in second grade, no, it was not. No, no, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would have been no. like, hey, prop, It's still no, a cool name. Know. It's still a cool name. But. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it back someday. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah, I started a band and like got some friends get on board with it and we pretended I I like taught them how to play instruments even though I didn't know how to play them I was just faking it till I fake it till you make it right um, and I did that off and on throughout all of elementary school and by middle school I before middle school I was taking classical piano lessons and my mom is a musician so she had started teaching me some guitar okay. And my brother was a drummer, so he taught me some drums, and I just kind of, like, dove into all of it. So by middle school, I was, I think I was, like, producing my own song songs on my brother's laptop. Uh, nice. And I recorded an EP with one of my mom's friends, because he had a studio in his basement in Omaha. Uh, I recorded my first EP in middle school. And wow. What, what year was that? That would have been um, probably 2008, okay. if I remember right, um, when I released it. And then in high school, I kind of, I, I have four older siblings who are all musicians um, and who like married people who are musicians or Somewhat. Um, and in high school, I was kind of having a rotating band whenever I needed a full band for, which was not very often, but. You could pull uh, people in, yeah. I could pull people in. I had the connects, you know. Um, so I recorded a, my first full album, actually, my only album I've ever recorded uh, when I was 18, I believe. Um, or maybe 17. That would have been in 20... No. 
Yeah, 2013. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> Not a big deal. Yeah, so it, it, it's short story. I started in elementary school. Yeah. As far right. as I can remember. And with your own yeah. songs, too, at that point, you know, making stuff up and... I remember writing my first song on some post-it notes that I found in my house. Um, yeah, and I never stopped. I was writing constantly. <laughs> Most people doodled in their classroom, and I'd be, like, writing lyrics and story yeah, melodies. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting because, it, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're I mean... Obviously, a little bit older. Uh, I don't yeah, don't let like her look school you. But Nate and I are like a generation <laughs> ahead. You know, so, somehow we, you know, we went through like school and all that stuff like ten years earlier. Or so yeah, I don't know. But, uh, no, and, and no, it was still. You know, when I was in high school, it was still like you really had to go. You know, to a studio to to get anything recorded. Um. And then, you know, I think, you know, when I was into college, there were like, you know, start four tracks or like stuff like that started to be more common. I know that I had like a like an old school sequencer and, 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 a, and a keyboard and like a, a four track. But like, I just for, for I don't know. For, I don't know why I just didn't stick with it. And I think if I had, I would have, you know, probably been into some of the the computer you know getting into the computer stuff like um around the time that you you know or or you know before the time that you said you were getting into it but but i think like that kind of stuff you know started really getting uh easy to um access like yeah middle 2000s and and it started you know just kind of you know what more and more people could get into it and and do their own thing uh without worrying about you know paying a whole lot of money and and all that kind of stuff so that's really cool um especially yeah in high school if i was like you know composing on you know like you know on a laptop or whatever i that would have been super cool but <laughs> but yeah that's awesome. that's awesome yeah that's that's super cool Garage band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, wh whatever. I mean, yeah. I think Reason Three was. I still first. use it. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. Works. We've heard that from quite a few guests, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. whether it's Garage Band or uh, Fruity Loops and whatever that turned into or whatever. But mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot of inspiration still in in some of that kind of. It's not quite early. It's like the second generation kind of of DAWs mm -hmm. and laptop recording and what you could do. Yeah. It helps that it's free. Like if well, you have a yeah. MacBook, <laughs> yeah. Why would you use something else when it can do the trick? You know. Yeah, and that and that's the amazing thing too is that there's there's a, yeah, you don't have to pay any money. Like uh, Reaper's free, and Howie, you're a big Reaper uh, user. Yeah, absolutely. Now I, you are supposed to buy a license at some point. You don't have to, but I did buy a license, so. <laughs> um, which is very, it's an, it's extremely affordable. Yeah. Uh, so highly recommend Reaper to anyone that's interested. But like to go back, not only was like GarageBand and stuff free, but it came pre-installed, right? So you didn't maybe have to seek it out. But people, right? You um, might just fire it up to fool around and and discover that you actually really enjoy it. Um, not cat specific, you know, but like just people out there in the world. Um, I'm sure people 
just started it one day to goof around and actually discovered a passion, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, and I, and I enjoy Logic a lot. Um, you know, Ableton, I used Ableton for a long, long time, and then I started using Logic, and um, yeah, for some reason, it's just like much more, this feels much more comfortable to, to, mm. to work in. Which is, I mean, it, you know, that's basically garage band on steroids or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, like, so to kind of bridge those early experiences and yeah. the stuff we're going to come up and be listening to, you know, this week and next week, do you view, was that pretty continuous or were there any like big jumps in your writing and recording and, and band formation process? Or the milestones, Honestly, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, I was doing pretty much everything solo. I mean, I recorded with, did like a full band album, but that was my brother drumming on it in high school and my mom's friend like producing it. And I was doing all the other instruments and vocals and stuff. I think my mom was on a few too, like singing some backup stuff. Um that, that, that's interesting that like uh so it was sort of so your you said your mom's friend was like helped from produce it so your yeah. mom was all like mm-hmm. new people that were like so to so did you i mean were you able to kind of like get some tips and like you know advice from from that yeah i mean i feel like it was a pretty it felt like a um joint production like I was also adding everything he was like, like running the software yeah I was like a co-producer yeah. on it yeah um which I think is a pretty cool experience to have exactly. like yeah first as a middle schooler and then <laughs> as a high schooler to do like a full album yeah um then by college I recorded um I did another EP with a guy in Lawrence, uh, Jim Barnes, who used to mm-hmm. drum for Hembry. Um, mm-hmm. He recorded, this was back when I was going by Catherine King still, um, recorded like a five song EP with him, which felt like my first, not to say the other ones weren't like real, but this felt like my, like I did it on my own with him, without my mom and like, uh, had musicians in Lawrence, which was really awesome because you know my world was like so expanded when I moved for college. Yeah, yeah. Many great musicians that way. Still, kind of had a rotating cast of characters sure. <laughs> um, playing with me. Well, maybe it felt me. like you were more. Um, you just kind of had more of a. I mean, control. I guess I don't know over it or more yeah and uh, uh, you know you you dictated more of the direction or or something like that yeah yeah and in a lot of ways it felt more professional um my first experiences were very diy even with my mom's friend like uh not to i mean everything was still like a basement studio situation Mm. but uh i don't know technology improves and whatever I was like recording with like musicians who are playing out in Lawrence and who in my 
like to me we're like legit musicians you know mm-hmm. i'm coming to fill in on stuff for the yeah. recording and it felt really cool and i'm i'm honestly like really thrilled with how that ep turned out um it's fun to go listen to it still but but that was i kind of like that was like my last singer songwriter uh what do i what do i want to call it um it, I, I was like starting to it, 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 into, yeah into yeah more it, of like a pop yeah i remember being described by jim who recorded me he described me as indie pop rock yeah. i'd only ever thought of myself as like singer songwriter because i was playing acoustic guitar and singing very like lyrically driven songs um I always like have been a sucker for a good beat and like a catchy hook. And I guess oh, that yeah, showed yeah. through more than I <laughs> realized. So, and oh, yeah. more and more people were calling me cat by this point. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like also cat King is just so much easier to remember and like easier to spell. You don't have to guess how to spell cat. I mean, <laughs> there are two options. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, so that that EP was kind of like my goodbye to Catherine King, goodbye to singer-songwriter, and then sure. I changed to my stage name to Cat King. I really started to try to find a band, but in this process, I was still recording my own stuff on GarageBand, mm-hmm. which was when I recorded Falling Up. That was my senior year of high school, and I did it as part of my um my senior like capstone project right um so i produced the song myself and i really did like a video diary of the process and i had a friend master what i made uh on GarageBand, and that was falling up and that is what is still on spotify so that was my first like release as Cat King. It was all me. I just was like messing around in my bedroom. <laughs> there it is. Let's give it a listen. Good timing, Nate. Yeah. 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 I figured that was a nice segue. <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. So you still, uh, so you were saying you, this is still on GarageBand and, uh, yep. what did you use? Like, as a microphone, like, what did you record with? I think I recorded it all on this little, like, uh, Snowball. Do you know that yeah, brand? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just like a USB mic. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. was just, like, in my bedroom messing around. And I had found this beat on GarageBand, and it just yeah. kind of morphed from there into this. Yeah, I love that uh, intro to that chorus and the and how that vo- those vocals expand like that. Is that delay or is that like a um, uh, like overdub? Oh, yeah, I just like I caked on reverb and delay for those choruses. I tried to add as many harmony, almost like a round in that chorus. Right. Yeah. 
You know, and I'm sure there's there's probably people out there who's like, yeah, that's a that's a garage band beat, but like, I mean, and I used to kind of like worry about that, but the more that I, uh, you know, create things, that the less I really worry about that because at the end, at you know, after everything's said and done, you know, that's not the only element. That's just one part of what makes it, you know, the song the song. So it's not. Yeah. I don't. At the end of the day, if it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Right, and it doesn't I, affect I, whether the emotions there or not, right? Like GarageBand. Right, right. If, if GarageBand gets the emotion across, then you're golden. When I think a lot of that is is, um, you know, in in your vocals and your lyrics, like, like, you know, like that chorus, for example, like that that was, I think. Full, at least for me, like full of like emotion, like it made me kind of like, mm. you know, sit back and say, wow. And, you Thanks. know, the music is just like kind of a bed under everything. Yeah. But it is also very good. Thank you. Did you play everything? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Wow, I have not heard this this one playing right now. I haven't heard this in so long. <laughs> um, yeah, I played everything on that. I was just messing around on my keyboard. Yeah. I like found a mel. I found that chorus melody mm -hmm. on there and ran with it. <laughs> ran with it. Yeah. Yep. Kenna, I'm curious, will you tell us a little bit more about like that transition into more of a pop style on purpose? Like you were talking about how Jim, you're always, you liked listening to that stuff and Jim kind of heard it in your music. And then you sort of made this choice, changed the name up a little bit and like, I don't know, what was that like as you're starting to write those first songs in that more intentional pop style? That's an interesting question. <laughs> I've not really thought about that. Um, if you didn't feel like anything, I, like I mean, maybe it was just totally just came out of you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in ways, I think the more I started playing with their musician, like I was from a really small town, um, and my world was like was like contemporary Christian music and country mm -hmm. and like mainstream right. radio, like mainstream pop. But more I was playing with other musicians and being introduced to more music. Like, I also think playing multiple instruments, like I'm always thinking about drum beats and, and like, What's really important in my songwriting is like if it is grooving in a way that I like. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, it was just kind of a progression in that. I was like allowing myself to explore other parts of music that I really enjoy. And I don't know, life experiences make me, made me write about. I don't know. I was listening to a lot more 
like new music mm -hmm. me getting inspiration i'm always pulling inspiration from things i'm listening to and i'm a sucker for pop and indie yeah hip-hop um but the more i listen to it the more it's like coming through in my songs no i mean there's the, uh, yeah, there's something about like a good, you know, three minute or so song that like, you know, kind of hits every kind of, you know, hits all the right notes, so to speak, and like, and then it's done and you just kind of want to go back and listen to it again. Done. I know, I like songs like that. I mean, I also like, you know longer compositions or whatever but um mm -hmm. i know what you're saying about like the pop kind of format like it's i don't know yeah i just it's a it cool just... it's a cool format to kind of put you know like just a couple really cool ideas and, and you know not really you know bang people over the head with them but just kind of like explore them a little bit and, and mm -hmm. you know, even leave yourself wanting more. I mean, you can always expand on, on music whenever. But like, um, I think especially nowadays with attention spans and stuff, like that's the kind of, I guess, music that a lot of people just like because it's, it's sort of like you can just pop it in a playlist and mm -hmm. and move on and. Which is, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, it's just, it's the way it is. Yeah. I thought where you were going, Nate, and I think this might be a part of it too, but one of the things I like um, in my listening to pop, I don't listen to a lot of like pure pop, but I love the interplay of like something weird and something catchy. Mm -hmm. You know, and like, so like, just as like a really obvious example, like Radiohead's in Rainbows with the, and I love all of Radiohead, but like the shorter songs and like they're kind of weird, but they're really hooky. I love kind of artists who sneak different ideas into a pop package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's not to spoil where I will continue going with my musical journey, but is definitely an intentional thing in my current songwriting process. Yeah, yeah, and that keeps it yeah. fun, right? Like, to see what you oh, can yeah. get away with. Totally. <laughs> yeah, so, so, like, following up the title, the first song we listened to yeah. was recorded in my bedroom in college, and the the last four songs, the ones we're listening to now, mm -hmm. recorded in this cabin that I was staying in in Wisconsin for like an internship. And I was staying out there alone uh, and had a lot of time to kill. So I was like, I'm just gonna record the whole EP in this cabin and like, experiment. Whereabouts in Wisconsin? A very north. Very north. Very north. Very tiny town. <laughs> yeah, I think you're and like the, the you know, like the third or fourth person in the last like few weeks that have like said you know they've recorded you know in it in like a 
you know, remote cabin or like, you know, somewhere like, you know, far off. I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I just want to go away for like a week or week and a half and just, you know, record music with a bunch of people and not yeah. have anything around you except for like just, just, you know, just nature, you know, or whatever. Like, like I just, yeah, just kind of out away from other people and mm -hmm. I don't know. it does sound nice and now that you both talk mm -hmm. about it like I realize I've never really done that as far as like a getaway kind of thing I guess because I've always had the gear so it's always been like at my house right right I mean I would love to do it again and actually I wasn't intentionally in that cabin to record music. I was there for like an internship mm -hmm. and I was like, well, in my free time, I'm gonna do this. But I would love to like you know, record an album specifically like. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, yeah, as, as the main priority, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and all, you know, talking about your your story with music and everything. You haven't really talked a lot about voice, but you got a hell of a voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, are you tr Thank are you. you trained as a singer, or is that right. just come naturally and from the family and singing? I imagine, or what are your vocal I kind of influences? I have uh, have never had vocal lessons or any kind of training, um, so I think it's been a pro slow progression. Um, it's very fun to listen to, like, high school songs or middle school even to hear how I've grown vocally, because... For sure, but these sound really you know. good still. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, I wish... I wish my high school recording sound had sounded half this good. <laughs> right. Or now. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I I think I was just lucky. I got born with some musical vocal cords. <laughs> and that good environment, you know, just being yeah, around totally. musicians, even Very not necessarily courage. vocalists, but yeah. Uh, well, I shut off my lost thoughts for once. My so yeah this album is mostly you um, and next week uh, we'll be listening to say what you mean is that and that is that did you write those songs or did you write them like in like like with a with like a few of the people like your band or, or whoever yeah um it, so say what you mean was after I some of the songs I had written like prior to finding the band that I have now <laughs> uh, and definitely like came in and it's like the time that, that album specifically was uh, we were a four piece band everyone like recorded their own parts in that album so definitely more of a collaborative yeah. EP I think it shows a lot. <laughs> There's another beat I just found in GarageBand. 
Uh, I mean, the beats just kind of uh, underneath the uh, yeah. the melody and yeah, I mean your your the the vocal tone and yeah, the, I mean just the chord changes, everything are you know, very I, I yeah love them. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like it. Thank you. And you recorded the acoustic guitar? Uh, just the eye into my little the same. focused right. Oh, okay. Nope. If I could over, like, like, redo this recording, I would, but uh, it is what it is. And They're all steps along the path, you know? Yeah, it's so funny to like so much more knowledge every year with like recording and production in general it's like man I wish I could go redo stuff but also there's something so nice about the authenticity and of the time you know so acoustic and electric guitars you went direct on it yeah I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> that no I mean it's not that it's not unusual yeah I mean I mean, you probably, did you, um, so when you, like the electric guitar, for instance, when you, you went into the Focusrite, into GarageBand, do you know what you put, what, what did you put on it? I remember, if, I, I if mostly, you remember. yeah, I'm like, I was just, I always counted on reverb and delay to do the trick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't, ex Maybe I throw on some just like I think at the end of this song I throw on distortion at the end. Um, those were the main effects I was messing around with. That's crazy. Just using so, the GarageBand like presets. Does GarageBand have like amp simulators or anything? Uh, it's like advanced significantly even since I recorded this EP. Um, it's yeah. great for demoing. Yeah. But it's uh, uh, but it's essentially the electric is just through uh, reverb and delay and yeah, I think so. Direct. Mhm. Mm really cool. You're self-taught on guitar as well. Yeah, uh, pretty much. My mom taught me how to play like an E major. Yeah. <laughs> Started. And, yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna figure out the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think YouTube was really my great teacher. You were lucky to come up. I mean, it's. I'm sure it's still out there, but when I was teaching myself guitar, it was there was no YouTube and it was tabs and <laughs> guitar tabs. That's a different ball game. It's a different ball game and. So many of them were wrong. There's so many bad tabs out there. And it took me a while to realize. Like, I'd be playing, I'd be trying to play along to a CD or something. And it just wouldn't sound right. And it took me a while to realize, like, oh, some people are wrong on the internet. Very confidently wrong. <laughs> totally. 
noise that distortion. Some like Jeff Buckley vibes, yeah. Like a, a verb vibe to it. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I, I like would it. revive this song. I think full band it really That'd slaps. It'd be, cool. <laughs> That'd be very cool. Yeah. Again, you even stretch out that ending maybe a little bit. Yeah, there's nothing uh, preventing you from re-recording that. Re-releasing, I know. Oh, no, we uh, started to talk about Say What You Mean, so I feel like we should get to it relatively soon. But I, Kat, maybe just before we wrap up for the week and, and move on to the newer stuff, any any last thoughts about following up? And it's, it sounds like it's been a while since you heard it. So, I mean, how did it strike you? It's a little weird. Um, it's, like, funny to... I just... It's so... I think I'm like taken right back to it and I just haven't been in that headspace in so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of sentimental and like weird nostalgia to listen to it. Um, also really cool to be like, wow, we like me as a songwriter has come even so far from that. And just like, I get to do this with a band now and like our songs are just so much more full than like what that EP could do. But I think it's, I'm, I'm proud of I did with that EP. Like I, I did do all of it by myself and had a friend just master it and add in like a couple pads and some places. And I, I think that's pretty cool to have a project like that. It sounds amazing for, I, 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 you know, I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, there's, it's not like a surprise thing. It's just like, um, you know, thinking back to that time in high school, like, you know, like how we said, I would have been like, I would have, yeah, I, you know, had to pinch myself if I, <laughs> if I put something out that sounded like that. Um, I should, you know. that, that one was in college, but. But so. even, even in college, <laughs> even in college, I mean. I, I was, you know, I was in bands in college that that paid, yeah. you know, uh, way way too much uh, for recording <laughs> studios for stuff that didn't sound as good as that. So, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I was remembering like some of those beats I was doing on my keyboard, like on wind blows. All of that was me, like, doom, doom, just like doing it. I didn't. Uh, how, what is it called when you line up the beats to actually be in quantize? I did not quantize those drums. <laughs> so I think I did all right. Yeah, yeah. They've got feel, we'll say. Yeah. No, I want to, I mean, following up as my endorsement as well. I, I bought it on Bandcamp before I knew you were coming on the show, before I knew wow. the whole story you know, behind it, just, just on the mirror. I liked it. I bought it. So, uh, everybody can check that out. Catking.bandcamp.com. Is it on the streaming platforms as well? I forgot to check. Only the, only falling up that song. Okay. The, EP. the falling up the singles, the other places. You can stream it for free on Bandcamp. It is on Bandcamp. Yeah. Yep. Or buy it. Uh, links to cats, Instagram and Twitter. Also in the, in the show notes, in the description. We'll be back next week to listen to more of Kat's newer music. Until then, this has been the Long Play Listening Party. Later, everybody. Bye.